0: There we go. Gate, cash me out. Get a safe over. Get that safe open. Spooky season. It's big safe podcast. We're back. Big ticket, Jackie Clark. Nice to see you, mate.
1: Nice to see you too, mate. How you doing? Uh, you know, Halloween in it. Yeah, ready for it. I mean, it's coming anyway, isn't it?
0: You gonna go trick or treating? Not allowed anymore. Are you not? Is that because of the register, or just because you're getting a bit old? Um, but you know, column A, column B. I mean, we could always dabble in a different type of sweets if you fancy it. I don't know what that means. Anyway, into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're thick so, and fast. We're back. Yeah, thick and fast. That's how how many, I'm many episodes this now? Uh, eight. Eight. Uh-huh. eight. That's, That's like a, a season. Who the thought made it? Who'd have thought not me. Poof. I want to at least get commission for twelve of these episodes. And then we'll see yeah. you know, we'll we'll that. See what HBO was saying. Yeah, and then if we can get a season two, we can probably push the boat out to twenty four episodes, maybe. Yeah.
1: I mean if this is America, this
0: would be like you know, episode fifty-four, season one. Yeah, probably. They just fucking. But then know. do you see our IMDB rating? I imagine it's very low. It's fucking two. <laughs> two <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting the high rating.
1: Yeah, Mrs. we're competing with Mrs Brown Boys the
0: movie for no, the spot. We're just competing with Mrs Brown Boys on, on a loop. Like they keep putting the same ones on. We're on Dave. We're on the Dave channel now. Right? Do
1: people? When, you know, people watch Mrs Brown's Boys like you know, like avid fans. So like you know, your nan and that. Like yeah. when when they watch it, do they do they got a oh, shit episode? That I don't
0: know. I think like, Mrs Brown Boys you think, that.
1: Do you think they sit there and go, that ep-, like, you know like a Game of Thrones episode where they're just like, oh my God, that episode. And they start recommending it to people when you need to watch Mr. Brown Boy's episode, you know, season six, episode four. It was so good.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't, I, think I've, I don't think I've ever sat through an episode, but I've been in the room where, I, again, there's a good point, me Nan's watching it. And I'm just like, it all just blurs into one. Like, what is even going on? <laughs> you got some old bloke pretending to be a woman and I'm just, I'm a bit confused. We all know it. that's the pinnacle of comedy. Don't argue. <laughs> Wow. Well, yeah, to be fair. But we're not talking about comedy today. It's spooky season. It's Halloween. Trickly
1: scary.
0: Yes. So what we're going to crack on first with, right? Wow. We've got a really intriguing segment, which is very relevant to what is happening. Right. You see, we've, we've got
1: a team of people generating ideas for these podcasts. You know, it's definitely not just me just going, oh, I could do that. That's a lot of effort. So let's not do that. So here we are. We're going to do... We're going to be casting footballers as the traditional monsters in Halloween. So, you know the traditional monsters. Take it away, Brody. You know, you know the ones.
0: Of course, I know the ones. You've got like Count Dracula. You've got like Michael Myers. You've no, got uh, like... uh, Myers.
1: Myers. No, no, I mean like no you know I'm... class. Slash well, No, like You know what? I'm just going to go through my. Li- I- we'll go through the list, right? All right. we just going to. S- no, I'm not. Gonna- I mean, we're just going to go and do the ones on the list. Okay. Right.
0: Again, we're not taking shortcuts. It's just easier. So, he's disregarded my suggestion straight away. So, we know who wears the pants in this relationship. Oh, we okay. do. Right, okay. Okay.
1: Right. So, um,
0: the list isn't really loading at the minute. But let's, you know, I'll crack on. Um, Fake it till you make it, mate. Just pretend the list is up. Dracula. Dracula, number one. Right. So, who's our Dracula? Who? What What? i got or, it. i got it. Ours, Dracula. Go on. Is it Suarez? No. Nope. Dimitar Berbatov. I does look
1: like a vampire, especially you know, he's he, got his
0: work. He's a suave geezer mm. in the way He's got his hair mm. back now. He, he's you know he's looking good. He could play the part of Count Dracula, I think. And um, he's, from, he's basically from Transylvania. He's from some fucking backwards Eastern country, <laughs> Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Yeah, you know what I mean? it, things like that. Oh, I say what I want. We only got five listeners. Who cares? If one of us <laughs> from Bulgaria, I'm really sorry. Five <laughs> times that by at least four. four zero, zero listeners. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm going. I'm putting myself on the line. Yeah, you know? So you thinking Dracula? Putting, putting my neck out there.
1: You think? Hey, hey! hey like right. I mean, so, so I mean, Suarez. Are, I mean, Berbatov. Yeah, it's, it's a good shout. We're not, you know, uh, just straight pushes. away at
0: first bite. I thought, you know what, it's got to be Berbatov. Brilliant.
1: Okay, uh, number two. Yeah, right, go I on. mean, this one's a weird one. I'm gonna t- call it two different categories, right? All right. So zombies, right? A zombie. Who, who's the oh, who's stereotypical zombie? So how would you describe a zombie? The uh, shuffle, the mourn, they've munched away through countless breakfasts of brains.
0: They're pretty brain dead. You have to, yeah, you have to shoot them in the head to kill them, unless you've got some weird adaptation like World War Z, where they fucking run. Like he's got bolt running at you. Okay, that's not yeah, how zombies so work. They're not, as, they're not as quick as they used to.
1: They're brain dead.
0: Wayne Rooney? Um. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I guess he's—he's not—he's not the quickest lad in the world, and you know, I guess he's—you know—and he, he's, hes had an operation on his brain. He's hair transplant. Exactly. He's not the most intelligent. I guess. <laughs> but also, you've got to think of someone who's just really dopey or come forward, but doesn't really get much done. You know, I, I think Rooney's possibly too good to be called a zombie. Maybe even though is he it? is getting older. Okay. Well, well I can't it, say what's done. He's a zombie so that
1: mind- mindlessly just kind of you know, sleepwalk into. I, I think yeah. in Maguire.
0: Yeah, but Maguire could be every single one of these. I know because in my head, I'm if Frankenstein thinking Frankenstein. Yeah, I'm thinking
1: <laughs> he's Frankenstein. He's like a fridge. <laughs> yeah. Um, right.
0: Okay. I mean, right. right, right the go, other you know bit. what? We'll go Rooney because I said it okay. off. So we got the Man United duo so far. Right. Okay. I mean, okay we need okay, Louis to, Saha now. Well, when we're going to Frankenstein, right?
1: This is this is a weird one because like you want to be thinking, right? Maybe Harry Maguire. Or if you're going down a different route, you know, you could be looking at uh, someone's had a lot of surgery. You know, like... Um, like a Jamie Redknapp. I'm thinking more like a Sandy Cargola.
0: Has he had a lot... Oh, on his leg, like his injuries? Yeah, how he had his, like... What was God, I he straight had- away went to cosmetic then. I've- <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking... Yeah, he's he got, got a massive
1: t- arse, yeah. Yeah, I was,
0: yeah, I was thinking, what footballer's got a breast implant? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no it, like, so he got a tattoo on, I want to say, like, his arm or something, and um, he had a skin graft to put it on his ankle. Oh, really? Then, you know, yeah, yeah, so now part oh. of his... Ta- Tahoe has been moved from wherever the part of his body to his ankle it's really weird but yeah I think Harry Maguire is probably Frankenstein isn't yeah he? I think
0: we wouldn't even have to wear of... a costume yeah we both sort of automatically straight away went to Maguire so I feel like if our first instincts are saying that then exactly. we should trust them and go for Maguire now Gorse again right um, it depends on how dark we want to go on this Oof. I mean we could say Gary Speed I was going
1: to say Salah
0: Oh. I don't know if we want to go that dark. It's a family-friendly show, <laughs> <sure>, you know. <laughs> hey, we get that E in our podcast on Spotify. We do. Get you know <laughs> what you you know what you're getting. It's not going to be PG all the time, you know. We speak about Jer- just, we honestly. We, we speak what? about Jeru's penis most of the time. I think you know. We can get away with saying Gary Speed, <laughs> and that's just before the podcast starts recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even on the phone to you at that point. I'm just in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh a ghost, a ghost. Too dark. Uh, someone who right. disappears on the pitch a lot you know
1: um,
0: yeah uh, or it could be someone disappears. like you know he's, he's that silky you know he moves you know, like a ghost he's very translucent you can't get near him ok we'll just move on right all the dead footballers right the
1: next one aliens don't know why it's on the list but it, apparently it is oh. right I don't want to say more like like again Ridley he looks alien, like an alien? Um, yeah, just someone who looks a bit like an alien, like Marvin Sordell. Who's Marvin Sordell? Looks
0: like an alien. Okay. Um, so we need someone like with a traditionally strange looking head, I guess. <laughs> Not Harry Maguire. Um, Johnny Williams is so... a bit weird looking. He is, especially now he's bald. Mm. he can get away with it when he had that blonde hair. But yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a cue ball now, isn't he? So mm. he's a bit strange looking geezer. Um, who's, who's the one, um... Oh, I don't know. This is really ugly. I can't believe his name. So, anyway, Alien. alien. Ribbery. Frank Ribbery. Yeah, he looks like he's, he's been caught in some Martian stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> not a gang war, some Martian stuff. I mean, yeah. he definitely wasn't in a car crash or anything. <laughs> but, you know. Is, so, it, is that how he got it? I think so. Don't quote me on that. I think so. Oh, I'm jumping to conclusions thinking he got it. Like, or, or did he get boiling water dropped party? on him? Or was it something like that? I don't know. I'm not hey, sure.
1: Was he just playing, was he in a water fight?
0: Until I think cattle? he, he was just, <laughs>
1: you'd be a prick if you did that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Moving on. Right. I'm
0: just saying, right. Mummies. Right, who's a good mummy? A good Trent Alexander-Arnold, he likes to shag them when they're pregnant normally. Great, that is
1: a, honestly, great call. Yeah, yeah I agree. Thank he, you, thank you very much. Yeah. Stop saving chat. Nice one, Trent. Yes. <laughs> the right. kid. A werewolf. Now you're looking for someone who's dead hairy, you? Know?
0: Yes, Ryan Giggs when to sure he took his shot I thought exactly after. the same. I, t- I thought exactly the same. You know. Yep, airiness, I reckon you can see Ryan Giggs howling at the moon on a full moon night. I think you could. I think it's like. Wow, he's fucking. It's a it's an American uh, werewolf carver, in love. isn't it? That's what it is. He's a similar. bit of a dirty dog as well. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a, a
1: werewolf
0: as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, he, um, he he we'll go to the, we'll go. go to the
1: last one now. Right.
0: Oh, and, I've got to finish. I like this segment,
1: and I'm. Again, it's how dark we want to go. Oh, right, so I've got two answers for this. So, the Grim Reaper, right? So, you could either say, you know, it's Aaron Ramsey for that time where... Or John you could say it's Marcus Alonso. I was just someone. about to say, and we are so on the same way left. That is crazy. <laughs> he killed a girl.
0: He did kill a girl. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so matter. it's, it's, it's yeah. you know,
1: it's... How dark do we want to go? Do we want to go down the whole thing of oh, every time Ramsey scores, someone
0: dies? <laughs> oh, I want you to go know. dark. Marcus Alonso should be locked down. But, I'm oh. going for Marcus Alonso. Yeah, what's going on? Right. It's a shame this isn't a WWE special because we could say Chris Benoit, couldn't we? <laughs> or was so that too was the, dark? The uh, WWE podcast because that literally was that was like Nightmare on Elm Street with Chris Benoit. You know what I mean? Anyway, what's next, Jackie? Are we moving on what's from that next? segment. What's
1: next? Well. Okay, we're going to rate some footballers' Halloween costumes next. Oh, go on then. So, I mean, we're, we're very smart, you see, because we do these when
0: you can't actually see any of the pictures. Yeah, um, we do this a lot, don't we? Yeah, we do. We had a whole fish. episodes on football kits. No one can see them. <laughs> I think we'll learn at that point. That's back in episode like three days. We're not, we're not in them days anymore. We're okay, really well, I'm going to send the first one in, right? So, I'll send a picture of the footballer,
1: right? And I want you to like. We're only going to do a few of these, because, again, it does take the piss. So, you know, just tell me, firstly, who it is. Who do you think it is, Brody? And rate the costume out of... Ten, maybe? Okay, so you you won't be able to do the whole guess who it is, because it says their name on it, but... Just, just, I, could, just... I could act dumb. N- no, they caught us out it on comes that quiz. It comes natural. They caught us out on the quiz, but... <laughs> Or the uh, award show, the award show, and someone said, well, Jack, didn't you already know the winners because you must have wrote the script? And, uh, yeah, I got bamboozled there. Didn't know what to say.
0: Oh, okay. I've seen the picture. So what do you think of that one? I reckon it might be Rio Ferdinand and Robin Van Persie. Right, yeah. So if you just, you know, want to Google at
1: home, Van Persie, Dracula outfit, it's fucking terrible. Just looks like he's got ketchup on his face.
0: Yes, I think everyone who's listening will be doing that right now. 100%. I mean, which one's worse? This is what I'm trying to ask. Um, it's got to be Rios, isn't it? He's literally just like wearing a t-shirt and a mask from <laughs> <and> Asda. <laughs> he definitely just cost him a couple of quid that did. Least, at least least Van Persie applied some makeup. He put some effort into it. He's not quite as good as um, how how I reckon, uh, what's his name, uh, Birbatoff would look. look Birbatoff would slay that, but like that slave, like, you know, like Van Helsing yeah. slay. Nice. Um, but uh, it's, it's okay. It looks like he's been nomming someone out on their period, to be honest with you. yeah. Uh.
1: Next one,
0: <laughs> next one, right.
1: So uh, this is Peter Crouch in a skeleton
0: costume. Oh, Abby Clancy tweeted that he cheated on a naughty dog. Did he? Did he not know that? No, isn't, he, isn't that who he's with now? Yeah, she, she, she um, stayed with him. When did he cheat on her? Oh was a few years ago now, but yeah, he's a naughty little boy, Peter Crouchy. Wow. Considering how fit she is, he's he's a brave man for cheating on her, that's what I'm saying. Who did he cheat on her with? Oh, I don't know. Probably wanna ruin his fucking grandma's maybe, I don't know. So this picture oh. of Peter Crouch. That is the tallest skeleton I've seen in my life, that is.
1: Just shit one as well.
0: It is shit, it does. Again, it looks like he's been with Ria Ferdinand on a trip to Asno on his shopping spree down them little shitty aisles. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. Um definitely not. It does poor. look a bit like um posh spice. It does, because she's skin and bones, isn't she? Oh. She needs a good meal down her throat, and not Dave's cock. Oh. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's just nasty. <laughs> <laughs> na- I don't want to play this game with you anymore. <laughs> I've got like a poltergeist inside of me. It's not me saying these things. It's like the exorcist. My head's right. probably spinning round. Okay, um, you tell the judge that. Hey, this isn't The Exorcist and Emily Rose, mate. This is just The Exorcist. Can you get your references right? Thank you very oh, much.
1: I, I, I didn't even know what his was referenced there. Just don't tell, tell the judge
0: that because yeah, okay, well, well, it's you're going to get season. sent down. Stop saying
1: spooky season.
0: <laughs> you're not an ego. <laughs> I am. I can be what I want in this world. If I want to if I wanna say I'm a fucking... Do you want to plug your OnlyFans right now or do you want to wait till the end? I'll wait till the end. Okay, right. Yeah, cool. Because I've got a deal on, you see. <laughs> what's next? Go on. First five years. Well, let's round this segment. No, up uh, on, like, that's gosh, it. That's it. Gone. I'm not saying. That no, I, well, yeah, just two pictures. Oh, that was a good segment. Love that. <laughs> Do you need to fill some air? Should we talk about something else? No, I've got. We've got that right. I mean, we just want to get the we've, Halloween. What, shit what's your favourite Halloween yes. snack, Jack? If you're going round the doors, what, what? When you got put in your basket? What did you think? Of, oh fucking hell! Go on then. Um, for me, it was two. Well, I once, keys.
1: Well, I, well, we once right. So we went round. As a kid, you don't really, you know, understand, like, how much of a prick you are for knocking on people's doors and saying, give us some sweets. <laughs> right. And I think we went... And I'm not sure if this is one of them things, you know, where you're like, where it actually happened or not. But as far as I'm aware, right, we went trick-or-treating, and this was, like, on the street just from off Mars. know, it's one of them dodgy houses. So we knocked on it. And the guy just looked dead surprised. Like... So like, why is what? someone
0: knocking on my door?
1: Yeah, why is the kid knocking on my door? And
0: why like, is he dressed
1: like that? Yeah, exactly. And he was like, what? And he, and like, you know, he said, you could treat and He goes, what's that? And it's like, what? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're confusing each other, right? I, I think at and that he, point, he, he's just done a job on you. He just handed us £2.40. Oh, wow,
0: that's
1: great. Right, no, but I'm pretty sure he was a smart head. You could buy a selection box for that. Yeah, I,
0: yeah, but that's not the point. I just, it felt like I mugged a man. I got, actually did get assaulted on Halloween. Right. I, uh, I was with my cousin, and we were going around this one street, knocked on. One eternity later. Like, carve some women up in the street, and then eat their placentas anyway. Well, they don't it have placentas. Regular season. women don't just have placentas. No, i will have to kill some pregnant women then, obviously. <laughs> but... Have you ever yeah, anyway.
1: been checked for autism?
0: No, I think I'm just putting it on because it's spooky season and I think I can get away with it a bit more. Right, I think that's enough Halloween for today. Um, should we actually get into the meat and potatoes of the episode the, now? The, the, yeah, the grub. So the, our the next grub. big
1: topic is um, Jordan Pickford. Uh, Jordan should he Pickford, the,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: should he get the death penalty? Yes or no? Ooh, it's a bit like the Green Mile, this,
0: isn't it? Um, no, he shouldn't. He should get an MBE, if anything.
1: I think I look, it's you know it's day 14, right? 14 days after the incident, and you've still got them sprouting shy. Allison came out today and was like, Yeah, it's just not the way I like to play football. Some people play like that, it's just not on. Fuck off, but he's just been a goalkeeper. That's all he did. He made a mistake. He probably should have got sent off. But you know, it's not his job to send himself off, right? It
0: happens everywhere on the pitch. Behave. Don't have get they it. have they even been watching Jordan Pitt for the last eighteen months? He's fucking awful. I'm not surprised he's done that. He can't catch a ball. He can just about kick a ball. No wonder he's about tight. He's near. Need... Oh, honestly, he he was literally due a murder at some point because he's just useless. Oh well, yeah, because well, he makes mistakes. Because he shouldn't have come out right. He came out and he was reacted
1: late and was like shit. And he's got this ball now, right? And he's committed forward. That is exactly in Jordan Pickford's like history of what he does. He makes rash decisions and then just make you know makes mistakes and tries to fix them by making rash decisions. And we you've seen it. You've seen it over and over. He's not done it maliciously. That's just the type of erratic keeper he is. And all keepers do it. When when Marnie kicked Edison in the face, were, were people going well he should, you know, be hanged.
0: Mate, Marnie absolutely sweet in music, the life out of Edison. Nothing said then. No one's yeah. asked, You know what it is. Well, yeah, it's yeah. just like you know that is football. What do you want to do? What Pickford, right? He, did he get sent off though.
1: It, yeah, but that's not Pickford's fault. He didn't get sent off. It's right. Well, should Pickford should, have, should should Pickford if he could go back in time, go ah, I'm not going to challenge for this ball because I could injure him. So just let him score. Right. For all he's right. If he went another way, let's say he, he went in like that and he got the ball. You know, let's say Van Dyke jumped instead of going for it, and there's nothing wrong with Van Dyke. Van Dyke had every right to go for the ball, right? But then we'd all just be like, "Oh, he's done well there. He's recovered the
0: ball." Yeah. No, it's it is ridiculous. It's, it's the, the the reaction to the fan base is uh, from the fan base is the worst thing I've seen in my life. He's, I mean, he's had to hire bodyguards because our oh. Sean's going to come from a Sean a Promise. Man. Is it Sean? Is that
1: his name, or is that a Sean? Is a Sean's promise? You know what are you on about? You you not seen that tweet going round where um it, it was a guy, he put he did like a proper emotional post because like he's had a picture with Van Dyke before.
0: <laughs> oh yes. yes. Yeah, I know what you mean now. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. No, that was, that's what I, I like is it um I don't know who posted it. Was, was it Liverpool Echo or something? If it leave your messages for Van Dyke below. Eh?
1: Oh yeah, it was what? No, <laughs> <Bro>, they were <laughs> yeah, and they were sending um if anyone wrote anything that wasn't like nice, they were like, We've uh we're gonna report that to the relevant authorities. And it's like, what? Because I didn't wish Van Dyke a happy knee
0: surgery. Yeah, I heard they're gonna start laying flowers down outside the ground
1: for him. And look, look, I get it. I get it. When a player gets injured, I understand being gutted and I understand that like even like so when City, when Gundogan got injured. All the players came out wearing a Gundogan shirt, which seems a bit weird from the out- outside. But like, if he's your best mate, right, and he can't play a year in his career now, and you have to like, you know, spend all the time with him, it's gonna be like, yeah, you're gonna feel that. Your best mate's just like oh, stupid. Yeah. No, I don't he's understand not doing that for your mate. Yeah, but he's like, I just don't understand the outside thing of like, it, it just seems really bizarre. They're like, ja- no one else gets injuries.
0: They're eulogising him on the internet. He's yeah, not fucking they are dead. Eulogies. Yeah, he's exactly it. Him- He's just got yeah. a dodgy knee. He's going to be out for a few months.
1: Like, to be honest, Liverpool have been quite lucky with injuries anyway, the fact that they've managed to get to this point.
0: They've had a managed... fit squad all yeah, last like season, pretty
1: City. much. You look at City, they lost Laporte for most of last season. Not, I, I don't even remember any news about that.
0: Oh, yeah, Laporte was out for ages. He's just as important. Happens. And all these
1: gobshites. And I've seen whether, like, someone said Pickford should genuinely be suspended for as long as Van Dijk's out. How does that work? How does that? What Pickford just sat on, bringing Van
0: Dyke saying, "You all right, Virgil?" Yet he's like, "No, not yet." He's like, "All right." (laughs) I think they're all just fucking bitter because they can't go out the house after eight p.m. All the time.
1: And and honestly, I wish I could make like a collage of the responses. Piers Morgan was one of my favorites. His response was, "This happens anywhere else but a football pitch, and it's assault."
0: You could say that about
1: any challenge, Piers. Yes.
0: Yeah, if, if I try to tackle you in the street, like yeah, You're just literally going <laughs> to go shoulder on. to shoulder to your nan in the street. Yeah. it doesn't happen, does it? <laughs> it's a, it's the stupidest comment I've ever heard in my life. The reaction <laughs> to this has been insane, and the fact that the, in the bigger picture, it's it's really going to affect Pittsburgh if he's got you know a body. He's had bodyguards for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? This is three days later. <laughs> You're disappointed in me today, aren't you?
1: Yeah, because I'm going to have to edit all that out. Piss me <laughs> off, right? Um... <laughs> it just it just doesn't make sense to me. I but I, yeah, I, don't, I think... don't understand. Like because any other day Pickford could have come out and been like stood on. He's had his head stood on, and nothing would have been what... said because it's just the danger of playing goalkeeper.
0: Exactly, it's like we've seen with Pat Shaq, didn't you? With uh, was it Stephen Hunt and they played with Redden, and he he got his head kicked in, didn't he? Basically stamped on everyone. He had to wear protective gear since then. It could have happened the other way around. Instead of Pickford diving in. What if Van Dyke had a stray boot that hit him mm-hmm. in the head? Do you think we had the same reaction from the copites about Jordan Pitchford? No, it, it no, happened. It's not.
1: But I understand. If, you know, like, I, I compare it to when Bradley Dank got injured against Wigan. You ate Wigan now, do not you? Well, no, like, I didn't like Wigan's response to it. So, like, a lot of Wigan fans, he still celebrates. The team, like, is in the mud, you know. <laughs>
0: <They're>,
1: <laughs> they got relegated, they're shot, all the players are leaving for pennies. And their only little trophy was, well, Bradley Datt did his knee in temporarily against us. You know, Bradley Duck's going to be playing in the Championship before Wigan are. You
0: know. Bradley Duck's going to be in the Champions League in a couple of years, Jack. <laughs> I think that like is these. a beautiful segue into a little cheeky checkup on how our, our yeah. resident Blackburn Rovers fans getting on. Because... I think since we last spoke, you got a bit more optimism. Why don't you elaborate on why that is, Mr. Clark? Well, the, I mean, the world moves
1: quickly. I was very optimistic until um, what, like Wednesday. It's now Friday. Yeah. So, oh, that's true. Going through the past fixtures, so we uh, we beat the other day. We beat Coventry four 0 right? And we look great because what we do now, we're breaking down shit teams, like, and this is, and we're putting them to the sword, which we've never done in the past few seasons. Like, we never win by. More than two goals, and yet we're actually putting teams to sword, and like we're pressing so well, where these teams, if they try and pass it around the back, we're gonna capitalize on that. We're gonna capitalize on the mistakes. But what has proved again? So we played Reading on Wednesday, and I didn't watch the game. I couldn't watch it, but from what I gather, it's again a team that has sat back, absorbed all the pressure, and just hit us on like four or five counter attacks and pretty much scored from everyone pretty much the same as Watford, pretty much the same as Bournemouth, we're just struggling to break down defences when they just sit back and they just implement a low block. And that is worrying because, look, that's going to be most of the teams in the Championship.
0: Yeah. Well, obviously, last time we checked in, we broke the news, you know, that Harvey Elliott was uh, signing for Blackburn. And um, obviously, that adds we to news. We broke the news. news. Yes, we, we broke the news. news. I you know, Forget any other news outlets. We broke that news. But anyway... So he's come into the club now. He's played a couple of games. Do you think he could be one of these players that could contribute to the way Blackburn can break down attacks? Do you think he has that quality well, to take well, the he, next he level? Looks, he looks, he he does look phenomenal, the boy. Like you, you're forgetting, what is he? Seventeen. Like
1: every time he gets on the ball, like he looks Premier League quality. You know, he has every, he does all the right touches. You know, he's got all the right movement. Like i have I'm not seen him put a foot, foot, foot wrong yet, which is good because when You've seen when some like young Premier League players have gone down the league some loan, it just doesn't work for them. Because like, let's be honest, academy football is no match for the football league. Yeah. It isn't. Like you can play all your academy football, it's never gonna like prepare you for what is to come. But yeah, like I mean, everyone was saying like Harvey was just entered the minute he stepped foot in the
0: championship. But he hasn't. He's been probably one of our best players. Will you, uh, Moby potentially will have a selection headache before long because obviously Bradley Dack is returning soon uh, from your side of things do you think Bradley Dack gets into that 11 as it stands well he has
1: to like you look at his goal scoring record like it's impossible not to play a player of Bradley Dak's calibre we don't know how he's going to um, if this him doing his legging like is going to affect him long term but we'll just have to see and it's like look, it's a good problem to have I think every team would be envious to have having that problem like look with the top scorers in the league and we've still got Bradley Dack to come back
0: not many people can say that I wonder if um, Harvey Elliott was a bit starstruck when he met Bradley Dack after watching him (laughs) on uh, all these ITV2 reality shows with Olivia yeah it was great it was um, was called
1: Olivia Atwood meets a match I watched the episode the uh, debut Fucking hell, it's terrible. I, like, is he, <laughs> you think he's got enough? On, I feel so bad for him. Can you imagine, right? You've just like it, right? Football's off. You can't play football for like over a year. And you just have to spend all your time with, with, <laughs> with her just fucking mouthing off every five minutes.
0: Oh, she is a gobshite, though. She gives a of yeah. fans are running for their money without gobby, she is. Like, Jesus, Jesus Christ.
1: No, and I just know she, she's like, when he first joined us, you know, he's had a few relationship problems. Um, and it seems like every time he's with her, you know, he, he plays better football. So I'm very supportive of their relationship in that way. Oh, yeah, definitely. If, well, if literally, she like, broke up with him for like a month, like ages ago. And he just, he, <laughs> he made himself unavailable.
0: Well, if, I just hope that his extracurricular, you know, activities with Olivia, if it's, you know, producing good performances on the pitch, I'm I'm more than happy if he's scoring off it, you know, if he just <laughs> exactly, score yeah. on
1: it. I'm I, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's I'm excited to see him back after so long. Like it, even watching that shitty program, it just makes you realise that like
0: I'm in love with that man. Bradley back. That's what he'll is. Bradley be. back. Yeah, Bradley yeah, yeah. back. Sell that hey. to the papers. Hey. <laughs> that's your gold man, you sat on. And then and when she breaks back. out of him again, it'll be Bradley sack. Oh, He's been what? sacked off. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's, that's not didn't work that one. Yeah, talking about not as good, so
0: Manchester United, where, where are you currently? Uh, I'm sorry, but not as good. Since we last spoken, we've won 5-0. So we're back, baby. But we're talking just Champions League. Look, Champions
1: League, uh, since we last spoke, uh, you beat PSG. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, 2-1. How, how do you rate that game? Do you think of us PSG being shy or you being decent?
0: Um, I think it was more us being decent. Um, do, you, gonna... do you
1: think do you think Ole is the best Champions League manager we have now ever seen?
0: Oh, he's gotta be up there, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> His record in this competition. Oh not many better.
1: soon like, enter... <laughs> right, very... as,
0: as far as I'm aware, uh, we beat PSG in the in the last sixteen tie last well, two years ago now. And then we drew to Barcelona. And then we got so bad. The Yeah, we got slapped then to be fair, 4-0. And then we won our two games since, so his record. Yeah, he's a dog's bollocks, Mr Solskjaer is over here. I think but, Leipzig um, was a great result, wasn't it? Yeah, we played really well. First half was a bit... It wasn't flat as such, but it was te- It's very technical and very, you know, very tight. We obviously got the goal, Greenwood scored. I'm not too sure about the VR, VR decision for onside. Um, I'm going to be honest, it didn't look it, but Uma, Uma Piccano or however you say his name, the big defender, he uh, his, he's got some big old shoulders. I need the boy, so maybe he did play him on side, but he didn't look it. But we yeah, uh, we'll take it where we can get Again, it. Again, we're looking
1: know. we're looking at a very like highly coveted defence conceding five goals.
0: I know, yeah. He had a shitter, he did. He's been linked with us, and he obviously in Liverpool and they yeah. he played awful at home. That's what I mean. They're definitely no pushover with Leipzig. They're a decent side, so like, no,
1: no. Like it's 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 a good result. Like, you you result, can look yeah. at PSG as a big fluke, to be honest, because PSG just looked.
0: I don't, don't think it like is a game. big fluke though did you like? I'm I watched the PSG watch game it, right? soft yeah. straight and they were dog yeah. it well I don't think they were I just think I think we handled them well I think every time mm, I, just, on the I, left...
1: just, I just don't think PSG have responded well since last well, season Like, because even they've started the league pretty spotty I mean, if I recall
0: they, like... well they did they lost a couple I think they've been winning pretty consistently since but no I, I don't know if that's fair I think you have to give a lot of credit to Twan Zaby the way he, he neutralised Neymar and, and mappy really sure but it's not meant... a long term idea is it? Well, why can't he be a long-term, he's only a young lad, and you, you know, why can't he be the long-term you know, I feel solution feel
1: like I, I, I do feel like anyone can have a good when they're just kind of thrown into it.
0: Well, like, maybe it was he's
1: that. Been phenomenal. Like, I remember Colbert Torre having a lot of great performances for Liverpool against like the likes of Real Madrid, you know, where, like, when they get thrown into it, as long as they do the job, they get a lot of credit.
0: Yeah, I mean, they get me wrong. He, he, you know, he might not have that sort of forms ever again. But I, I do feel for the lad how he didn't. He hasn't had a look in the last two games because when you play that well, and you, you basically sit out for the next three games or whatever. I feel bad for him. But then at the same time, you know, the best centre back in the Premier League, I recall him, Harry Maguire. He, you know, he's back. He's you know two clean sheets in the last two games with obviously ollie fancies him and Victor as the as the uh, the partnership at the back and. You know, I'm not going to be sitting here and be fickle and call him, you know, amazing because I don't think I slept him too bad last time we spoke. I, I agree. I still admit he's a bit of a fridge, you know, and he's slow, and he, you know, but he, he still has those characteristics that we always said about. He, you know, he's good. He, he knows what he's, he's good, what he's good at. Basically, he can head the ball. He's, you know, he can tackle. He can make it do, work for him. He, he can bring the ball out from the back. He you know he's, he can pick a ball. Yeah, w- as long as he's not chasing in behind, he's this very solid centre back, and you know. I said, like I said last time, there's no point dropping him to the bench. He's not going to be able to play his way back into form, then is he? So I think by sticking with him, I think it's the best thing Oli could have done. He's he's proven that, you know, he's proven the doubt was wrong. Like you know, not many people have given him praise for them praise for the last couple of games. Really, no one. You know, everyone's quick to jump on him and quick to say, "Oh, he's shit." He is when he has a bad game, but no one does it the other way around. The media is very fickle that way. But I think him and Lynn Lafayette, played well recently. I think. You know, Rashford can't do anything wrong at the minute, can he? Let's be honest. He's feeding kids and he's scoring goals, so you know, <laughs> happy days. You know, Mister MBE over here. You know, only the second player to get a hat trick off the bench since uh, you know, a man like Ollie. So, can I just? Yeah.
1: draw, Right, um, I don't mean to interrupt, but can I just draw a parallel? Like, which I just don't understand. So, Marcus Rashford obviously criticises the government, right? Rightfully so, right? gets a lot of praise. Everyone's on, on side. When a club supports a player, when he does something so brave, you see what how it reaps its rewards. His performance on the pitches have improved and his perception has improved. And, you know, kids are being fed. It's a win-win for everyone. And the club looks good for supporting their player in this situation, right? And you look at the completely polar opposite of just a club that's just... They just can't stop doing scummy things. Arsenal, right? So, obviously, Urzil. You know, we don't know why he's out the team, right? Um, it's a situation where it, if it's Arteta's decision to freeze him out, I guess that's fair enough. But I think most people are, sh- are assuming that it's because of his comments about the Chinese government. Really? You actually oh, think that? Definitely. 100%. Really? Right? I, okay, I, you, you need to look at how... It's pathetic how if that, if that is the case, they've frozen a play route for basically doing exactly what Mark Rashford did. He spoke out for what he believes is right. Right. I understand as a club you don't want to take political sides because it's very politics is very dividing, but it's like it just seems it just seems immoral like to do that because they understand the power that China has. And you you need to remember when when he initially made them comments, pretty much China said, Well, um, just We're just going to pretend he doesn't exist. So every time Ozil got the ball and like, the game was showing in China, he just wouldn't say his name. Complete censorship of Ozil as a person. Just doesn't exist in China. Just complete. So that's it. So obviously it's not a good look for Arsenal. So if they've made that decision to freeze him out purely for, for these political reasons, it,
0: it's embarrassing. Okay. Well, I'll interject and I think play devil's advocate a little bit. I mean, you know... I think the whole China thing. Obviously, they're a communist state, and if they want to censor him out, and we you know they're going to do it, you can't really stop them. Uh, but in terms of Ozil, and why he's not in the squad, I don't, I don't necessarily agree. That's the reasons. I just think, I think Ozil has what's happened to him. It's like he's got imposter syndrome. He's been a shadow of the player himself the last couple of years for a player. How,
1: how can we say that though? Because look, I, like, well, last I mean, I season he it. got a run I'm of games. Back. Yeah, I know. But last season he got a run of games, right? And then all of a sudden he's not in the team.
0: Well, he's not been. He's not been good. His attitude stinks. It's like when we, we have players like, like for example, Di Maria didn't work at Marinitis. There's no question his talent. And there's no question our, 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 uh, uh, Ozil's talent. But if your attitude stinks, and I think it does, because you watch Ozil, he's, he's a glamorous football. You know, the way he plays is very, you know, luxury player. He can pick a pass, you know. Some of the stuff he does, you fucking marvel at. Like, wow, that's impressive. But then his attitude, when he loses the ball, it's head down, he walks, he doesn't chase back. He's not arsed. He doesn't grab it if he's on that much money, that would suggest you're the star player. You're like the main man. You you need to grab a team by the scruff of your neck and drag yourself up. If you're that influential and on that much money, and I just think he goes missing. I think he can play really well. He can play them balls where everyone's like, Wow, unbelievable. But as a whole, I think over the past two years it's his he's been his performances have been terrible, his attitude's been poor. I know he still wants to be at the club and still wants to fight for his place, so you could argue that's you know, that shows good attitude. But I'd say as a bigger pitcher on the pitch, I just don't think he works hard enough for the team. And I don't think it fits what Arteta's trying to do. I think Arteta's come in, he's got a vision. He's not than I am, you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot more, i got a start to play, we're going to stick with it. If you don't play the way I want to play, you won't be in the team. So I think he's, it's fair enough that he's dropped him from the squad. I think they need to find a solution with him though. Because you can't have a player on that much money sat in the stands. And I know he's digging his heels and he doesn't want to leave. So for, from the point of view of the club, it isn't great how you got this star player not playing. He's on all this money. But I respect Arteta sticking to his guns and not putting him in if he doesn't fancy him. And whether you are right with the Chinese thing, we'll never know, I guess. But my opinion is it is based off Arteta, the personality of the player and his poor attitude on the pitch.
1: Look, we don't know the ins and outs of it, Ron. we probably never will.
0: And if it is our test decision, then that is
1: absolutely fair enough. If he just doesn't fancy him as a system player, he's he's well in his rights to freeze him out, right? But then to expect them to just take a pay cut or to just you know basically rip up his contract is just ridiculous. He he has been loyal to Arsenal, right? I'd be loyal on that much money. It's easy to say that though. Look, he's like he's wasted his better end of his career is playing for Arsenal, right? Arsenal fans forget they loved him. They loved him a few years ago. They were like, please stay, Ozil. And look at the players that, like, you know, they were in a similar position, like Van Persie, obviously, left before um, this happens to him. You either, yeah, you either die a hero I live long enough to see yourself as a villain, where it's like Van Persie left, seen as a twat by Arsenal fans, won trophies. Didn't go sour like that, right? Uh, Sanchez, left, not worked out at all. But again, you know, didn't remain loyal to Arsenal. the one one of the three players that has stayed loyal, right? You can't say there was not interest because he rejected the world for Arsenal.
0: Did he though? He did. He could
1: have easily gone to like the likes of back to Real Madrid or any... But he he, he had the pick. He was
0: one of the best players in the league. I, I don't really ever recall any, you know... Yeah, he didn't push for a move. Are you
1: saying if he if Erz- he wouldn't have got one, he would have got one if he pushed for a move? He could have gone to United. He could have gone anywhere, anywhere Ozil Erz- wanted, right? Because back in the day, when Arsenal was still challenging for fifth or fourth, he was still one of the best players in the league, and he remained loyal to them. And this is how they've, they're treating him, expecting just to rip
0: up his contract. That's not how contracts work. Those was only really good for a couple of seasons. I one he really, he's not been consistent. He's not. He's not had that really high level every single year. No, have like he hasn't but Arsenal haven't had that really high level of consistency. It's hard to shine
1: in such a like nah, like to to me, right, if you compare him to Marcus Rashford, can you imagine put yourself in these shoes if, if United did the same to Marcus Rashford? So Rashford came out, criticised the government, and if United just completely tried to just brush it under the carpet and just pretended Rashford doesn't exist and just you know just distance themselves from these politics, it you'd be like, It's just disgusting. Is your player back your player? Like, I understand you don't want to take a, such political side, but back him at the very, they've just frozen him out. And if it is for, his, for, for these political statements, it's a joke. Do you want players to be robots? Do you want players not to speak up for injustices that they see?
0: Disgusting. I think Disgusted. the biggest question is, is not necessarily about robots, about dinosaurs. Is Ozil still going to pay the because salary the of a This is
1: the thing. Things like that are definitely moves, right?
0: They are. But it's. Oh, a pub but It's funny all day long.
1: Right, but it's all funny. Day. Like you it's can't funny. say like because it is Özil just absolutely like like owning that club at every opportunity. Where it's like, oh, you don't want to pay for your dinosaur work, mascot? I'll pay. Don't worry, <laughs> <lads."> that. It's, <a, laughs>
0: it's a bit like um. You're just embarrassing your man for being skint, really, isn't it? It's poor form, though. Arsenal binning off their match. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. It,
1: yeah, exactly. It's, is embar- cool. it's embarrassing, and it's funny. It's really funny, right? Like I, I know, I took a side on the, the whole bail ordeal at Real Madrid, but I think the situation was completely different. Mm. Right, yeah. when it comes to Özil, I think it's proven now where it's like you can't. It's, it's not a one sided street loyalty, right? You can't just expect the player to be loyal until the club doesn't need them. Right. So
0: what's what's next for Özil then? What do you reckon?
1: Do you think he's what's, just going to stick next? it out? Well, his contract I, I or think. What? I mean, no. Well, I think he probably will see uh, see always. But did you see what happened where um, the whole one of the biggest problems, which could be one of the reasons why he's frozen out, is just before COVID, um, not just before COVID, but during COVID, they asked the players to um, take a wedge hit. Did you see that? A wedge cut? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Didn't most so, teams do that, though. Yeah, but not. So most of the players in the squad agree, except from Ozil, right? Ozil was yeah. one of the few that said, no, I'm not taking a wedge cut, right? Yeah, and you might even look at that and go, "What a bastard!" Right? But his mm-hmm. reasoning was, "I know they will not spend that money well. If I take a wage cut, you know, they're still going to lay off all the dinner ladies and the mascot. They're just going to pay more for Thomas Party and William." And do
0: you look, really? Do you, exactly you really think he's got that? He's got that moral compass. That foresight. <laughs> do you really no, think? I, I do, do think. think yeah, I do Really? not being funny. What is the point of me taking a pay cut just so
1: Arsenal can sign players that will take up my space as well? I think that's a naive thing to... Why
0: would you do that? I Why think, would you do that? No, it's a simple case of, I ain't paying pay cut. I, want my, I don't want to do that. It's more personal. I don't think he's sat there thinking, oh, oh, I, oh I'm not taking a pay cut just in case they sack the dinosaur. He's thinking, <laughs> I'm not taking this pay cut because I want the money. Right,
1: sure. But if he doesn't think that money's going to be appropriated in places... Then fair enough, like, he look, not give a fuck. Jack. You say that,
0: right? Like, look, if, 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 if he's, if he's only offered to pay the dinosaur because of the PR move and because it's quite funny. He doesn't give a fuck, <laughs> does he really think he gives a shit? Yeah, he maybe, doesn't. maybe you're
1: right, right? But to be honest, I just feel like either way, um, Arsenal don't look good from this situation. No. I don't think anyone can argue.
0: Talking about bastards. I got we got Burnley wrote down on the notes here. <laughs> we so, do. I'm just Burnley, Burnley and an angry face. Yeah, Burnley angry <laughs> face. Um, I'm not too clued up about this last point, so I'll let you take it away. Again,
1: I mean, I'm not an expert on it, but as it, uh, the news is currently breaking, as you know, we are recording now that this deal could be done by tomorrow. So, so Burnley, they've had a lot of problems with their owners in the past few years, where they look like they are now a sustainable Premier League club, but the funds aren't being, you know respent into the team, I think that's fair to say. It's not been invested, is it? No, only like, saved wine command. Look, they're not did, like. When was the last time they made a big transfer? Like the, th- the last time they signed a luxury player was what? Stephen DeFour? I always read him, but like that was like at least like four years ago. Now. What
0: about Jay Rodriguez? How much did he cost them?
1: Yeah, but again, they're not luxury player. Jay Rodriguez is a very sensible. And wow. from Burnley coming All back right. to Burnley. That's he not cost, like, no, but he cost a bit
0: there. That's what I'm saying. It's like 15 million on
1: it. it? It doesn't really matter.
0: I mean, 15 million is still nothing
1: in the Premier League. Teams in the Championship play double that, you know? Like, yeah, that's, that's not much. So, like, they've not spent the money. So, obviously, that suggests that the board kind of either don't want to invest the money into the team or they, they want to weigh out. And fancy that, you know, Burnley had been approached with a bit of 200 million. By Egyptian businessman Mohamed El Kashani, right? So, Great pronunciation, by the way. Thank you. Um, so the the real question is, you know, will will money be now invested into the squad if this takeover goes through? Who's to say? You know, you've got all these wealthy owners that come in different places, but it's you know, there's so many wealthy owners in the championship, but the money just isn't invested. So the question is, am I scared Burnley are going to become a force in England? Probably not, because. You know, a nice little side note to this. So the sports lawyer, Chris Farnell, is involved, right? You know, have you heard of Chris Farnell? No. Farnell, Farnell, whatever. Um, so he was involved. I think he tried, he tried to take over Charlton as a director or something and got rejected. He failed the uh, fit and proper test. That's impressive, that. So and it's he, been overturned now, so he can now be a director of a club, but he would uh, be the director. Got the checkbook out, did he? Yeah, he would be the director of Burnley, so I'm sure that is a worrisome note for Claret's fans. Um Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want them to obviously improve as a team, but do I want them to go the same way as Charlton?
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't see him being uh, a massive uh, big team. This Who wants to buy Burnley? Uh, not me. But if that did happen, we could be here in twenty years' time talking about Burnley have won the European Super League. If said thing is a if thing, happens the European Super well, League. I going to. I'll put my name on the line now.
1: and Come back to this in a year's time, where I'm going to yeah. say, um, "Fuck it." Um, I don't think this tra- takeover suits Burnley as a club. I think the way they have been very sensible so far has is one of the pivotal reasons why they've managed to be sustainable in the Premier League. They've been very sensible with the transfers, where they're putting the money and who they sign, the right personalities and the right people. Right Again, Daich can't be happy, but like Daich is a manager that obviously hasn't spent much money in his career. If he suddenly gets a war chest of 100 million, can he still organise a defence? Possibly. Because if he's suddenly now got this pressure to sign players and be constantly improving the team, it's a completely different ballpark. You look at you look at Frank Lampard, right? Um, very when he's like when he was an underdog, you know, and he was playing all these academy players. Everyone was like, "Yeah, he's done all right this season. He's done really well," you know, given the circumstance. No one was expecting much, but it's quite, it's a completely different ball game when you are now expected to do something. If if Sean Dyche is now expected to be getting tenth. Right, he's expected to be investing in the team and getting all these like quality luxury players in whilst still getting the results, he's going to struggle. Because the way Burnley play now is they have a very sensible approach. They, they sit so deep and they're very good at what they're doing. It's going to be very hard to change that. Burnley are never going to be good going forward, no matter who
0: they sign. I'd have to agree with you there, mate. Um, yeah. And as uh, as you know, as we just touched on in my little uh, reference to if Bernie did get taken over, uh, possible success could follow in the future. What do you make of the idea that there could be a breakaway European Super League? So talking about this domestically, it's,
1: it's just no.
0: It, there's no way it works because
1: the initial, I mean, the main problem is if Liv- if Liverpool are playing in Saudi Arabia, playing you know this weird league, whatever. It's not Liverpool. You, you, you're you're you the you're the Harlem You're just playing wherever they put you. It doesn't make sense. Like, what the whole a home games not relevant anymore. Look, like the Super League's format would work now in COVID times where fans can't go anywhere, and it's, it is just a t- commercial TV product. But long term, how does that work? Fans can't go to these Saudi Arabia games. It, it, you don't have home games. It doesn't work. How can any fans be behind this unless you are literally that? SETI watcher watch it watch as a commercial project product that product what is it what is in it for you and surely you'd lose it lose the pizzazz watching champions league is great because Liverpool aren't playing Roma every single week if suddenly they are it's like eh,
0: but it um, wouldn't the Champions League it would have to collapse, would it not? It would have have to... exactly exactly like...
1: yeah be No Champions League, there's No Champions league, which That's obviously isn't, shit, isn't in interest because this Super League wants it, FIFA want to. You know, it's FIFA yeah. Super League, right? So UEFA for will not like go down with our fight, but we FIFA all know FIFA sh- shark and UEFA, yeah. Well they're trying to, aren't Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because FIFA want, you know, this uh world dominance money, right? So the pick. club world cup is shite. But like we all know <laughs> yeah. UEFA don't have the companies to follow through with anything, you know, just look at Man City and PSG, right? So it won't surprise me if UEFA lose this battle, but I, I think. If anything, people will just get more disenfranchised yeah. with the, the big six. Because how can you think they've got your best interest at heart when they won't even play home games?
0: It, it can't happen, man. It's it's such a stupid proposal. I, honestly, the, it's just one big monetary gain for these bigger clubs and more exposure, as you said. It would be massive TV rights, whatever. I assume they'd play it in midweek instead of playing Champions League. So, Champions League dead, as we just said. And then the Premier League, like what would you do? Would you just stop playing if you if you're literally playing every if you play every Tuesday and every Saturday because of the super league because there's an extra what like, Well no, they no. wouldn't they wouldn't
1: play in the Premier League. simple
0: No, you don't think you right, they'd not, do that. It yeah?
1: it wouldn't work because it, it'd be it'd be like it's so insignificant. Like, what would the point be of playing?
0: That's what I'm league? saying is that they would I think they would initially still have a Premier League. But then, as, as I was about to say, the, the interest might get lost on that side of things because if managers are getting pressure from the top team to, you know play the best players in these big Super League games against these, yeah, you know, bars and that... The Premier League would be the FA Cup. Yeah, like,
1: it'd, be, it'd be, but, be shy. Yeah, and another sh- argument is, well, just let them go. Who, <laughs> And to be honest, I do kind of like the idea. It's like the idea of the Championship basically being the top league in England. That, that I do like that idea. I like the idea that, like, you know, all these, like, traditional teams, like, you know, Fulham, Blackburn, uh, you know, Everton, uh, Newcastle. Like... Mm. Oh, God, title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, that just sounds good to me. But, you know, commercially, the money won't be there. We do need the big six. We are relying on the big six. But it, to me, it just... I, I don't know. Like, what, why 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 fix what isn't broken?
0: See, I don't think it would even stimulate competition, really, because I think it said if the founding members of said Super League, whoever that may be, if it did get passed, you can't get relegated for like 20 years. So you'd have to. I think someone like. I was going to say, someone like Man United, like Woodward, they, can't, they know we're wank, they know we're not a very good team right now, we probably wouldn't compete. So why not? we put this clause in where we keep, the, we keep our position in said league because of all this money that's going to come in, we will never get relegated. It is absolutely stupid. It is one big financial money-grabbing. Well, have you seen how Bartomeu, the
1: leaving president of Barcelona, just, you know, that you did a bit of a mic drop and they said, yeah, we've yeah. accepted, you know, to join the Super League. And it's like, yeah, like it suits teams like Barcelona because our league is wank. Like, I don't care. Like, the proudest thing of England is our football league. There is no, nothing like it. Germany is probably the only one that comes close where... Our football league is has devout following in every single level. And it's non-comparable to like any other league across the well,
0: world. Yeah. I agree.
1: So it's, it's not like, even why would you want to bring that up? It's all, so it suits Barcelona because you know like leaving La Liga for them would be nothing, right? Who, who cares? Right. And it suits the Bundesliga because Bayern want, you know, a different opposition. But it
0: doesn't it suit the Premier League. The Premier oh. League is such a a unique it's league. It's a monster. Not only on the field is it just this different entity altogether. It's also socially something that n- can't be replicated in any other country, exactly. I think. It's massive in terms of our country, uh, the way people live our lives in this country. Football's massive. It's one of the most how, important things. How would this
1: Euro- Euro- European Super League even
0: work? Like, what, are we meant to be getting all the big six going to this league, right? Is, is that the I think... I think okay. they said there'd be five <laughs> positions open in England, so one team would miss out. Okay, let's say the five. I don't know how we're deciding this. Let's be honest. I think just Arsenal
1: yeah. for being bastards. Yeah, <laughs> just leave them at home. Brontosaurus. Yeah. Well, no, because it, weirdly, it could be like a blessing in disguise if they get left. Because, like, if a team like Tottenham get left, all right, they finally win a trophy, maybe. Yeah, no, I'm like, brilliant. Right, we'll win the Premier League for the
0: next you know two decades. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I suppose if we turn our attention uh, back to domestic football in England for the last topic of the day, it's the end of October now. Obviously, it's spooky season, as we have <laughs> slightly touched on today, and um, that means it's the end of pay per view. Come this weekend, at least until they all sit down and decide whether to continue. Is that what or they've not. said? Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Well, no, it's always been it's always been the case where they're trying it out in October. Um, so, obviously, it's the last weekend of fixtures in October. So. I don't think there's been any official word yet whether they're going to continue this or not. Obviously, there's been a lot of calls. So, to stop. I've heard Sky
1: and BT are big advocates of it being scrapped. Yeah, or at least well, being it should
0: reviewed. be. I bet, I bet you no one's been asked. I've been reading about how much money's been raised for charity, which is something good to come out of all this because they boycotted it. And even the likes of Mike Ashley come out and said, it's a load of shite. You need to either reduce it significantly or get rid. Think... Mike Mike <laughs> Ashley, of all fucking people. You know it's a bad thing when Mike Ashley... He's basically
1: got slaves working for him. And he's like, hey, not on that, lad. You know, you know, like, you know. I'm
0: disgusted by this. The yeah. more Compass Premier League out the window. But, like, this is my
1: problem. Where It's like, look, the biggest nail on the coffin is I'm sat there watching Monday Night Football analysis and you've got, you know, Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher, both Sky employees, saying it's a joke and it needs going and it just yeah. doesn't work and it needs scrap. Not being funny, Sky would never allow that conversation to even take place on one of their platforms if they didn't agree with it. Look, Sky, Sky, Sky the, 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 the place where literally you could, like, you could go, you know, Gary Neville goes, well, it's nice that Mark Rashford uh, cares about kids. And then, like, you know, Dave Jones or whatever he's called, the... the yeah, Dave Jones, yeah. Well, I do have to stress that is the opinions of Gary Neville and <laughs> yes. Sky Sports. You know, and Sky like, he did, did say not align
0: themselves with such comments. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when um, Hitler Everett, was bad? Well, Sky, do you know? <laughs> yeah. But do you remember when Pat Everett said about David Moyes' daughter and Zaha and all that? You know? <laughs> yeah. And was it was it? Is either Dave or Kelly Coates, whichever one it was, had to apologise on his behalf? I love on, that. He yeah, no, it's Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. yeah, where it's like unfounded finger uh, reports that weren't true, and Patricia just sat there like it is. I think the worst one was the. I think the one you just alluded to the Gary Neville one where he said something, didn't he? And then Dave Jones had to apologise. It's like, no, I'm and I, I, you know, I don't envy. I don't. Well, obviously not Dave Sky, but you know. Yeah. And he gets someone
1: in his ear says, "Right, you need to say that," and I understand because, like, you've got all these little, little shithead Brexit that will see something like that and be like,
0: "This liberal bollocks is taken over,"
1: you know. And like, and then they would genuinely cancel Sky subscriptions because. Gary Neville says Boris Johnson's a twat. You know, they would I, do that. So think, it's what yeah. it is. I understand why, but like, I think, again, that is an only coffin
0: where they didn't do that on Monday Night Football. I can't wait for it to happen. Rashford scores at Arsenal next weekend. Post-match interview, just one man of the match. He's talking to Dave and everyone in the studio. He's like, oh, yeah, it's great to score again and all that. And finally, I'd like to say, Boris Johnson, you're a bellend. <laughs> Fuck the Tory government. You're all a bunch of cunts. And then and Dave Jones great. has to step in say, we're very sorry about the views of Marcus Rashford. Sky <laughs> do not agree with said thoughts. So I can't wait. It's going to be a cherry on top of the cake, Jack.
1: Well, I can't wait either, so I think that's a good, good enough way to yep. wrap it up anyway. I so think we've
0: reached the peak of the mountain this episode, yes. no?
1: we, We'd like to uh, wish you all a happy Halloween. Um, be safe. You know. Don't, don't get egged when you go trick-or-treating, because that's not yeah. great. Um, watch out for uh, smack heads. There's a lot
0: of them. They are duplicating. Hey, and hey, they're don't, indestructible. Don't they forget. You, yeah, they are. But they give you two pound forty, so maybe go on the lookout for them. Yeah. You know. And the real doing. message of the day is: who are the real
1: monsters? Halloween monsters, or is it the Tory government? Thank you. Oh, uh, wait, no, see you later. We're not
0: ending the episode what? like that. We do not agree here at Into Big Safe. <laughs> for the comments of Jack Clark. <laughs> the comments made by Jack Clark are his opinions and his only. Us Into Big Safe do not agree. Thank you for listening. <laughs>